heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kirana Podcast, a show about what you will find, what you will not find in the Cook Islands. And now here's your host, Chantal Napa. Thank you very much and welcome back to Kirana Podcast. Today I'm with Tia Henderson. 23 years old, just met you today an hour and a half ago, and you have such an amazing story that I would really like to share that with everyone, Tia, right? And thank you for allowing me to, right? Thank you for having me. Thank you. And so one of the things that I asked you was, do you listen to podcasts? Yes. And you were like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, great. So and I was like, so what kind of genre do you listen to? Okay, and then you told me. Yeah. Can you tell everyone? So I mainly listen to murder mystery, um, cults, girls that invest, economics explained, or any topic that I might, any other topics that I find interesting, then I'll just play. Especially when I don't feel like reading. Yes. Then I prefer to listen. Yes. But otherwise, a good book. I enjoy it too. Economics explained. 23 years um, old. Cool. I personally don't like economics, but my dad's background is in that area. And so it sometimes it can get interesting and sometimes I just can't wrap my head around it, mm -hmm. which then the podcasts help me understand things a little bit more. Yeah. But otherwise... Yeah, yeah. It's just and girls that invest. You listen to that. Yeah, I'm interested in investing. I'm interested in trying to build wealth for myself, especially for my my future. And they make it easier to understand because, from what I know, is that investing is kind of like a man's world, and. They've made it easier for, I guess, young women to understand that world and bring us into it and help women make more are money. They, are the hosts of the show speaking to you in your 23-year-old? Yes, they're, they're young women Yeah, um, in their 20s, Yeah, went through uni and everything, mm -hmm. never used to find it interesting until until later on, and now they're like... But up, we can help more women get into this area and build their yes. portfolios and everything. Yes. I find that interesting. Yeah. I find that pretty cool. Great. Absolutely. And have they said that you don't need tens of thousands? Yes. Yeah. You yeah. just need the first one. Exactly. Yeah. And um, not just that, but in New Zealand, we have this 
uh, investing app called Shearsies, and you can invest like $1, $2. You don't have to be throwing in thousands and thousands of dollars. You can just be – they teach you how to invest or you go and you learn yourself and invest $1, $2, whatever you have. You just put it in there. Right. Watch it grow. Yeah, right. So um, you just sit in New Zealand. <laughs> so I'm based in New Zealand at the moment, studying at the University of Waikato. Very cool. <laughs> See, I was, what I'm telling everyone is I purposely didn't want to know. I was like, Tia, would you please come on the show? Oh, this is so great. You're young, you're home. Like, can we have a show where we can talk to other young people? So you're at the University of Waikato. Yes. And I'm studying strategic management. Okay. And a minor in supply chain. Can you explain to me this, the supply chain one, please? Um, so when I finished high school at 17, I went into the workforce and I started at the Ministry of Finance and Economics Management just down here. Down the road, yeah. Yeah. So I went in as an intern, a young achiever, and I went into the budget department. And so from there, I was also exposed to procurement as well. And I think supply chain kind of um, comes from being exposed to the procurement side of government. I found that quite interesting. Mm. And so I was under, I've been under An Angelia Williams and Taina Ido mm -hmm. for maybe about five years in, at Infim. How interesting, which is the Ministry of Finance and Economic Management for those of you listening outside of the Cook Islands, MPM. How interesting. Yeah. Please carry on. So I was, I've, I was under them for five years and from budget we went to major projects and um, procurement as well and I think it just really opened my eyes to uh, a lot of the things that we, that we did under MFIM for for our country and for our people and um, I don't know what really piqued my interest in procurement. I think it's because it's different. It's all different. We have vehicles, we have ships, we have so many things and I find it really interesting. I just mm. yeah, find that found that really interesting and the major project like projects that that area was also interesting to me because they were doing like um, projects like Make the Bike the Bike and so many so many yeah. other things I can't really bring up, but it was always different. It was always different. Um, a lot of pressure, but good good pressure. And I just also enjoyed that these these projects were there to kind of better the better our country and do things for our people, which is something that I really hope to to do eventually after I get my degree and mm -hmm. get the experience I need to come home and just. So how know. cool! So what I'm so basically, you, what school did you go to here? I started at Saint Joseph, yes. Saint Joseph Primary School. We I moved to Nukutere. Then my family and I 
we were in the Philippines for three years. So then I was going to Reedley International School in Manila. When we came back, I went back to Nukutere and then moved to Tereora. And then from Tereora, I went into the workforce. Yes. And decided I need to go and yeah. pursue my yeah, yeah, yeah. degree. So I ended up I ended up at Massey University for my foundation studies. From there, I went to Auckland University, found that I didn't really enjoy it there, living in a cement jungle. Mm. So I found that Waikato um, is more green, more a lot more nature. And so I moved there to study in, what's 2021, at the end of 2021. And I've been enjoying it mm -hmm. since, so, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. I've just said Philippines for three years, you know, Nukudera College, and you went to like Tiroda, then you went into the, straight into the workforce at 17 years old. Yeah. How amazing. And then you, you didn't do a year, you did five years. Yeah, so. You know? Yeah. And then you were like, okay, now I know what I want to do at yeah. uni. Yeah. It's still, the thing with me is I find a lot of things I want to do. So, like, I have interest in psychology, I have interest in business, and then there's, um, I was interested in law at one point, and then there's cosmetics, I'm interested in that, mm. skincare, all these things. So, it's really hard to put it into one degree. Yeah. But I figured if I get a business degree, it'll open my doors to a lot of things, and eventually, I can go back to school. Yeah. Yes. I can go back to school yes. and study something else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, from my like um, 50 plus year sort of experience right here, um, a lot of us, well, not everyone, but <laughs> a lot of us who started that at 21 mm. are not doing it at 51. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so, you know, if you had a one meter ruler, mm. right, um, with timeline, you you did that for a little bit, and you did that, and you did that, and then, yeah, and there there is no right way, wrong way, yeah, you know. And I really like what what you just what you did. You thought I'll go into the workforce at seventeen, right, and you spent five years. Which that's a lot to what you just spoke about, you know, Ministry of Finance, Economic Management, then you went budget, then you went procurement, then you learned so much for five mm. years. You're like, okay, cool. Now I'm thinking I'm going to go off. And then you even tried different universities, yeah. you know, like Massey, then you thought no, then you went to Auckland, then you thought no. And, and what that can say to young people listening to this episode, right, is it doesn't have to be like if you go to that university and you don't think, it's a fit for you. Yeah. Don't no, stay. Yeah. Move. Move. Because at the end of the day, if you're paying for your own education, mm. just you be happy yes, and just do what you want to do. Mm. Because you, mm. you're, you're responsible in the end. It's nobody else mm -hmm. is going to be there to 
hand out your money to pay for your loan because I'm on a student loan. Yeah. And in the end, I'm going to be paying for it. So how does that work, Pia? Can you explain it for young people how student um, loans work? Yes. Yeah, so in New Zealand, in New Zealand um, when you're a New Zealand citizen, you can apply for a student loan with StudyLink. And they have their requirements that you need to meet, of course. And if you do that, you're able to, so they're able to finance your studies each semester. So if you don't apply for the full year, you can apply for each semester. And they also give you um, living costs. So this is sort of like an allowance, but not an allowance because an, an allowance as well is completely different. And you also have criteria to meet with that. So if your parents make more than their threshold, then you're not eligible for an allowance. So I personally am not because of my father. But a living cost, this helps you with maybe rent, anything to help with your living situation in New Zealand. There's not, there's not a criteria that's, that's like the allowance. Mm -hmm different so that that can help you that is the one i personally personally use but mm -hmm. with the living cost i have to pay that back as well and then at the beginning of each school year they also give you a course course um fees and stuff mm -hmm. so that's like a thousand dollars and you can use that for anything related to your course fees could be if you're taking photography or camera if you, if you need a new laptop or laptop or you know stationaries and all, all things like that but um, yeah, you just apply uh, if you reach the requirements and they approve your loan, you sign your life away. <laughs> you sign it and um, at the end of your studies, when you've finished your degree, you then obviously have to pay that back. And I think they have a minimum to pay back every year, depending on where you end up. So if I come back home or if I stay in New Zealand, I think it's, zero percent interest i could be wrong but if you end up in um maybe australia and other countries like that you the interest on your loan ah, goes. okay so what i'm understanding is they want you to stay home yeah in new zealand or yeah. the cook islands yeah so, so if that's you, why it's so if interest doesn't grow correct yeah and they're like oh well if you're gonna go yeah. to it um, another country, mm. um, we're going to penalize yeah, exactly. you for leaving. Pretty much. <laughs> so you got to pay more money. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, if you don't want to go through student loan. Oh, guess what, everyone? We are in the Chamber of Commerce, <laughs> and this is where we're recording. So Tia and I are going to answer the telephone. I'm good. Oh, um, I'm, I, this is my first day and I don't have access, sorry. I don't have access to emails. We are back again. So Tia has answered the telephone at the Chamber of Commerce, right? Everyone? 
In a very professional manner. Thank you so much. And then now we're back on again. So I'm recording out of the Chamber of Commerce, everyone, uh, of the, in the Cook Islands um, today and tomorrow. And um, it's been a really great spot to do this in, in the middle of town. So anyone else wanting to have their business recorded or their life recorded, come down. <laughs> Tia and I are here. Okay, Tia. So we were talking about the loans, uh, which I learned so much about. And then um, for your strategic management supply chain. Now, tell me about, please, growing up in the Cook Islands, you know, um, and what that means to you. Um, growing up, I was in the Cook Islands, you're always involved in some type of either sports, church, you have um, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, Girls Brigades and stuff like that. So growing up, in the beginning, I wasn't into any sports. Usually when you start playing like netball and stuff, you start very, very young, maybe like four or five, they're little kiddies. But I didn't start until I was maybe almost 10. And I started playing netball with Tupapa. Okay. But I live in Uptu. I played for Tupapa because my feeding parents, they they would take me to training, pick me up and yeah. stuff like that. There was a year we didn't have a team, so I ended up playing for Takubaine because that's where all the Tupapa girls ended up going. So I followed, not realizing that uh, my grandmother used to, play for Takubaini. So I stayed there for a couple of years before my dad was like, you need to come back to Avuchu because that's who I played for. That's where our family played for, even though his mother played for Takubaini. And he was like, if you want pocket money, you have to play for Avuchu. <laughs> and I always had mamas tell me, you know, you are Avuchu, you need to come and play for Avuchu. And I figured, oh, you know what? I need some pocket money. I'm going to go and play for Avuchu. <laughs> So I played for Avachu. I was um, involved in church because um, my mom is Catholic and so I'm Catholic and um, tried the <laughs> the brownies thing and didn't, <laughs> didn't last. Um, but other than that, oh, and I got into dancing as well. Yeah. So I used to dance for the Kōrero Māori. Wow. Yeah. And so growing up in the islands, you're always busy. If you're not doing chores, you have sports. If you're not doing sports, you're doing something for the church, you're doing something for a group. Mm. And I think I love it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. When I look back now, I think of, I think, wow, you know, because all these, all these different um, things kind of help shape you, yes. shape you, mold you in a way. Yes. And um, you can really see the difference when growing up here on the island and then growing up overseas. <laughs> um, it's quite different in the way, um, I guess we hold ourselves, the way we do things, how disciplined, like when we, the way we're disciplined and stuff like that, the way we talk to our elders, <laughs> all, all those different things. Um, I can really tell the difference. So I really, really appreciate my upbringing in the islands and I'm, yeah, and you know how I'm just gonna throw this in, right? Um, 
because you're 23 and you're, you're you know you're at university in Waikato, and then I'm I'm tagging on to what you're talking about. When you grow up in the islands, like we we did, we do, we have. When you're overseas and water doesn't come out of the tap, you don't panic mm. because you're like, well, something's happened, mm. right? But I know that. People are like on the phone. Like, yes. There's no water coming out. There's no power. Why yes. is there no power? You know, yeah. and they're like, hey, 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 just something's happened. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when you go to, say, the grocery store overseas, right? And I was with one of my friends once when I went to visit her in Australia. So a few years ago, um, I think it might have been 2015 mm. Christmas, and I'd been home here for about yeah. seven years at yeah. that time, back here. So we went to the supermarket together, and I just stood in front of the, the cheese and the milk section. And my friend Anne-Marie was like, this is in Australia, everyone. And I'd been away for seven years yeah. from Australia because I did – a big chunk of time there, right? 17 years. She goes, what are you doing, Chantal, now? <laughs> well, in, Rar- in Rarotonga, because this is 2015, not now, yeah. eight years ago, I was like, we probably have about five cheeses yeah. and, you know, one milk. Mm-hmm. And I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm standing in front of your dairy fridge and I don't know what to choose, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, where have you been for seven years, Chantal? You know? And I'm like, wow, home? Yeah. But this is, I go, this is too much. Yeah. I said to her, this is too much. And she goes, what do you mean it's too much? I'm like, you've got 15 different types of milk. Yeah. Like, come on, right? And then, you know, and then when you go down another aisle in the in the supermarket, right, I think overseas I'm talking about. Over here, everyone listening who is outside of the Cook Islands listening to this episode with Tia and I, when we go to the store here and there's no rice, we don't panic. We go, oh, well, there ain't no rice, you know, <laughs> like plan B, right? Plan C, okay, when we go and there's no petrol, we go, <laughs> like there is right now, yeah. right, Tia? <laughs> We're limited on the petrol, $20 per person. <laughs> Like my mum texted me the other day. She goes, Chantal, you better go fill up your car, you know, like there's um you know, I've heard through the um the elderly grapevine, <laughs> right, that there's uh that it been seen no no petrol and I was like, oh, all it's good. all right, yeah. all good, right? And then uh Saturday I thought, okay, I'm at a quarter of a tank, I better go and look for mm-hmm. some petrol. Oh, no petrol. Oh, okay. Next one, no petrol. Oh, okay. Next one. No petrol. Seriously, everyone. Oh, okay. All right, now I'm worried. I'm now going to go to the fourth place. Oh, yay. I'm allowed $20. Right at the fourth place, it had a sign. Cars can take $20. $20. Right? And I went, that's enough. (laughs) That'll get me through too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you don't get angry is what I mean. And island living is um, very... I don't want to say it's low, but it's, it kind of is, but in a good way. Yes. And there's balance. Yes. Um, I just noticed, like, with a sister I have living in Australia, she's always, in Sydney especially, she's always hustle, hustle, hustle mode. So she doesn't, 
doesn't really take a break for herself. And I was like, you know, in Raro, you know, you have slow, balanced life. It's not too slow. It's just the right amount. In New Zealand with my family, we have, you know, they work and stuff, but they still find time to go to the beach, have a, even if it's just for five minutes, mm. take some time for themselves. Mm. So it's, it's not that big of a difference living in New Zealand, just minus, you know, just minus your family and living in the islands. Mm-hmm. But there's some sort of balance there, mm. right? And in Australia, I'm just like gobsmacked. I'm just like, what is this? Why are we driving super fast to this place? Why, why, you know, why do we have to run to the train station before, you know? I'm just like, why can't I just walk to the train station? And she's like, no, if we don't get there, we're going to, we're not going to have a seat. There'll be people everywhere. You're literally going to smell their unarmed. I'm just like, I don't like this. And then? Yeah. You know, like, if I do, yeah, oh well. That's what I said. It's I was a like, seven minute exactly. ride. <laughs> I was like, I don't mind that. I, I just want to walk it out. And she's like, no, we got to get there on time. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. I want to go home. It's funny you should say that to you because uh, yesterday my web developer, I'm going to throw you under the bus, Hayden Adams, my, <laughs> my web developer and my um, business partner and um, the podcast and Rara Pass. Right? I've just had him here for three weeks. <laughs> So you can imagine, and this is Hayden's eighth time to Rarotonga, <laughs> four times I've known him yeah. in three and a half years, right? So we rented a house from an auntie. He comes across to me at my office because we rented a house across the road from my office. <laughs> I heard him say to my daughter because it's the holidays, mm. where's your mom? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, uh, plumbing, uh, plumbing, <laughs> toilet, something, something, hey, water, you know, plumbing, leaking, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, his face tear was like, well, what do we do? And I go, I don't know, just, okay, one moment. Let me walk across. I walk across. And you know how sometimes with the cistern, when you push it, you got to push it again? Yeah. Then it stops. Yeah. Like sometimes you push it and then the water keeps just drip, dripping a yeah, little yeah. bit. And then you just push it again yeah. then it stops so, so I just looked and it just pushed the system again yeah and, and it stopped and he goes oh, oh. Well, well that that was easy you know crisis averted right you know and I'm like yeah man just calm down like okay when you really gotta worry bros when no water's coming out <laughs> right so stop your five times a shower over here <laughs> Two minutes in, two minutes out, right? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wow, look at your grass, Sean's out. It's really brown. I can't do his American accent. He's yeah. going to kill me when he's editing this show. <laughs> I'm like, but okay, we want it, Hayden. We haven't had any rain. Yeah. Right. So because we haven't had any rain, that's what I'm telling you. Two minutes in, two minutes out of the shower, please, right? And then he's like, Ah, oh, there's no air conditioning. No, there's no air conditioning. Okay. I said, not for the price that we're paying my family. He goes, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm like, yeah, open that window. Open that door. Okay. And then the, the breeze will come through the house. Okay. Oh, my goodness. And he actually literally rang me on Saturday in a panic that he couldn't find petrol to put in the bike. Right. So he had my bike. I was somewhere else. My phone rang. I was like, excuse me. I've got a taste like in his American accent. So I almost had a big problem, and I was like, what happened? Mm. I was really worried. Are you okay? Mm. He goes, I couldn't find petrol for the bike. (laughs) 
right? I went to like three, four places and five play, and I went, oh. And then he goes, and I was really worried I was going to run out of petrol. And I'm like, well, this is what I would have done if it was written. You just park it to the side, <laughs> right? And then ring me up and I'll come and pick you up mm. and then we'll just sort it out. Yeah. And then we'll just go in the car and take a container yeah, and find of the petrol, petrol and then bring it back to the bike on the side <laughs> of the road. Oh, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everyone's going to laugh listening to us, right? It's all right, man. And if there's no benzene for whatever time, it's not the first time we've exactly. had this. And then we're just like, oh, well, I don't know if I to go that far. Mm. Okay, so I'm just going to message them and say, sorry, man, I'm not coming around this side today. I'll see you on Wednesday when the picture <laughs> comes back. All right, Chantel. Oh, and it is very different. It is. And it is good different, like you said. Yeah. Like you said. Uh, and do you get looked at? Do people... Do they understand you, Tia? Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Because Do you know what I mean? I think, well, here's what I noticed in uni. A lot of the Pacifica students, we tend to gravitate to ourselves because we understand each other better, we get along with each other better, and no one is trying to, um, I say, talk over you or think that you don't know what you're talking about and stuff like that. I noticed with the our students or students from in an experience anywhere else, okay, yeah. anywhere else in the world, anywhere right? else, about that? they tend to talk over you. They tend to not listen to your ideas, your input, and they tell you straight that you don't know what you're talking about because of where we come from. But when we're with our own people, with Pacific like students and stuff. We're actually very, very smart. Mm. We're very smart. You just don't are. listen to us. We went in buckers. Exactly. Like, you know, navigated by the exactly. stars, man. Of course we are. Before all that, you know? <laughs> I was like, we're very smart people. We just, sometimes we're shy. Sometimes we are. And sometimes we're not. But because you don't give us that opportunity to talk or listen, for that matter, then you always, you're just always going to think, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. But... If you stand your ground and you, you know, talk, talk, talk over them. If they won't listen, make them listen. And I don't have a problem with that. So I'd be like, no, you, <laughs> my turn to speak. But I think just because it is, it's easier, I prefer to be around our own people with our Pacifica, you know, sisters and brothers. It's just... Not just easier, but it feels like home. You know, it feels like you have that support and everything else. I mean, if you have to deal with the Papa R people, you know, you do what you gotta do, but otherwise, I don't have a problem. But if they don't understand me, I, I really don't care mm. because I do have people that do. <laughs> so it's not a problem for me. Mm. Yeah, otherwise, I've had really good experiences in um, uni. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, Tia. Dreams. Because we've done a lot about your family, which is fantastic. Thank yeah. you about being a student, um, a lot about your recreation, yeah. right? And so um, I want to hear dreams. about, like, your dreams. You know, like, because now that you've got 
you're going for that little plan at the moment, right? Mm. The strategic management. And so with the business degree, okay. And then, um, so like what's your five-year possible 10-year? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have a lot. Okay. I have a lot of things that I would like to achieve. Yeah. But um, one that I really do want to make, you know, happen is I do really want to come back home. And I want to work. I want to work for our people. My partner, she's very like money, money, money type of, you know. <laughs> and she always tells me you're so soft. I was like, I can't help it. But what a nice dynamic. Exactly. I was like, I can't help it. My mom's a nurse, and she worked her life for her people. Mm. My dad has been in the public sector for years, and he's working himself to death for his people. I was like, I can't help that I feel the same way. Mm. So I want to come back and I just want to do my part mm. to help, you know, develop our country, make, make, it, make it a better place for our people and everything. So that's one, one thing I want to do. I also want to be a business owner at yeah. one point. Yeah. I want to have multiple houses. Yeah. And my partner, she's Samoan. So I was yeah. like, we're building Samoa. We'll build back home. Yeah. Build in Achu because I want my own house there. Yeah. If we can build in Aitutaki, love it. Yeah, yeah. If we can have a house in New Zealand, I would I would I would like that too. Yeah. Like I want to do that. I want to. I don't feel like I want to set up some type of charity or something because I do have a soft spot for animals, even though it breaks my heart all the time to see when they when they, I have had many experiences where my dogs have passed and stuff. So. I would say no more animals, no more animals, but then I get really sad. Something for women. I just have so many things I want to achieve or do, but once the better time. Fantastic. Yeah. You will. Yeah. You will. I will make sure. You will. One step at a time. Yeah. Left foot, right foot. Left yeah. foot, right foot. My little piece of uh, 50 plus year old advice <laughs> to you, you know, beautiful youth of the Cook Islands since 23. Um, give it a go. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, it's, you're not gonna die. Exactly. I have okay. to keep reminding yeah. myself that give it because a go. I stress. Give it a go. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. It's okay. It's not meant to be. Yeah. Move on. But just get yeah. and don't be fearful to just to try. try. Yeah. And then exactly. um, decide on a number. Like you know, um, okay, I want to do this project, right? Mm. Um, so I'm going to do a thousand dollars, and then that's what I'm going to put in. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, okay. I got a whole yeah. lot of Christmas presents I could probably like give to people. Yeah. Saying, hey, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, just don't be fearful to try. Exactly. And I remind myself that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Don't be fearful to try, and just um, remember. Oh my goodness, I've had, I was going to say, remember you have such an amazing family behind you, which you do. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have the best family mm. on both sides. Yeah. And my extended, and my yeah. leading parents. I'm so grateful to them, all of them. So, have you got any little bit of advice before we finish up, um, Tia, to other young Cook Islanders yes. out there at university, you know, because she suggested you come home? <laughs> Yes, come home if if you would if you'd like to. But I think one thing that has really stuck to me 
being in uni for this long, considering my degree, is don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, good point. Um, I have done many times. Good point, eh? But I yeah. try not to let that hold me back because I know that I want this degree. So no matter how many papers I fail, yeah. I'm still going to keep going until I get it. So don't be scared to fail because I feel like that is something we struggle with here is, oh, we're too scared to do, we're yeah. going to fail. So yeah. we won't so do this. Yeah, don't. Or if we do fail, that's it. You know, no, keep going until you get what you want. Love it. Yeah. So don't be scared to fail because I and it's okay. I love it. I'm going to headline your I'm Don't Be Scared to Fail. All right, everybody. There you go. Tia Henderson, 23 years old, Cook Islander. I am. I really appreciate you uh, sitting with me, and I learned so much today about you and how amazing you are. Right. Thank you very, very much. Tia Henderson, the Cookie Island Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for listening in, everyone. Take care. Kia orana. May you live long. Kia manuia. What does that mean to you? Good luck. Good luck, <laughs> Good luck everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Bye for now.